Hey everybody, it's Michael uh, with God's Work Displayed, and I'm just taking a little time uh, just to give a brief update on what's going on. It's been a little while since the previous episode, and of course, I know that I had the the other long delay before the last one, so I wanted to apologize for that. Um, honestly, a lot of that's just me not getting busy and, and being a little bit on the lazy side, so I'm going to try to remedy that. I'm still working on trying to schedule an interview and possibly others and i got a couple other ideas that i just need to act on so uh, i would love if if you send me emails hassling me or message me <laughs> to remind me to get to work on that uh, the one thing i do want to bring forth to you all is that i uh, want to address any questions or any issues that may that you may have um <clears throat> particularly any specific questions you might have about how biblical theology intersects with individuals with severe and profound intellectual disability. So in a sense, I would kind of like to do a question and answer show if possible, or even um, <clears throat> uh, just be able to, to say, hey, I'm getting this question a lot. Let me just uh, do a whole episode on this one particular area. So really, really uh, think about some of the questions you might have. Um, if you know me in person, just ask me, remind me to, to write it down because I'll forget. But you can also email me at godsworkdisplayed at gmail.com. So godsworkdisplayed, one word, at gmail.com. Or you can message the group, uh, the Facebook page, uh, God's Work Displayed. <clears throat> and I would love to be able to, to address some of those questions. I know there are some topics I haven't gotten to yet. Um, one topic is what we would call soteriology, and I won't—I'll actually will use that word some. Uh, that's kind of the big fancy word for the understanding and study of salvation, kind of all those uh, biblical words that have to do with salvation, such as regeneration, justification. Um, sanctification even would technically fall into that category and those kind of um, things so send me those questions uh, oh another topic I would like to address is some very practical and specific ways that the church can serve individuals with severe and profound intellectual disabilities in a way that's not in the Sunday gathered service and no don't think I mean the Sunday evening service or the Wednesday service or the Bible study on such and such day at such and such time. No, I want to, and I didn't spend a lot of time on this in the book. I want to expand that at some point. I want us to spend time about looking at how do we provide material need and also relational need to people with intellectual disabilities. So <clears throat> does this person have some outstanding medical bills? Can our church pay for it? Could our local denominational group or ministerial sort of association pay for that if, if our uh, church, local church can't do that. <clears throat> hey, they need uh, their bathroom remodeled so that it's safer for them to get bathed and cleaned. Uh, can we pay for that? Hey, they're lonely because the only people they see are the people who are paid to work with them. And th those people may be really great. But they need some friends that aren't paid. And if there are if they're believers, they are our brothers and sisters in Christ. And even if they're not believers, 
their fellow image bearers with us. So how do we provide those needs? How do we, how do we meet those relational needs? How do we meet those financial needs? Um, we may get into the topic of is um, taking using Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security, is that moral or immoral? Is that justified biblically or not? Um, for Americans, that may, that's a unique question. Other countries, that's not even an option. Or in some countries, you have uh, some other things that, that are there that are what we would call social security safety, social safety nets or something along those lines, welfare services of some sort. <clears throat> so are those even justified to exist if these people are members in our church? How do we care for them? So I want to get into some of those. Those are actually kind of hot button topics. And so I want to get into those at some point. Um, but uh, So ask those questions. Um, ask some specific and pointed questions, and I'll try to get around to them. That's what at least I want to do. Uh, but put some pressure on me to start to get some more content out. Um, and me being lazy is no excuse. Now, I will say I am a little busier right now because... Uh, I'm recording this on February 28th, right? Yep, this is a leap year, February 28th of 2020. And so we're getting close to March, and uh, I am a gardener. <laughs> and so I've got stuff already in my basement under some grow lights getting going. So I've got some bok choy and some kale and broccoli and all that stuff. So so I, that does actually start taking up some of my time. But that is no excuse. And... Uh, we, I can definitely produce some more content. So I've got, I'm working with some, one person on an interview soon. I would actually like to interview some other people. Uh, and really, I would love to interview maybe some church leaders to kind of, or even just meet with them to say, hey, which questions, what what would your church be able to do specifically? What has your church been doing? Um, what's your goals for the church in terms of serving the this underserved um, group of believers or under served group of unbelievers that just don't even get evangelized to how can we serve them so there's a lot of stuff in the air i just haven't acted on it so i'm going to start working on that soon uh, i'm still going to do a couple some book reviews um, and we'll see how that goes i've started reading one book about um very uh about the image bears why sinai matters uh, that's a kind of a new book i think it's getting some good reviews and then I've got another one on my, my queue to read about uh, image of bear, the image of God for profoundly impaired individuals uh, from a Roman Catholic perspective. So that'll have to be, um, we'll see how that goes. The next book I am going to review is actually a book written about disabilities from a uh, Eastern Orthodox position. So that should be interesting, especially for some of, the, of you all who aren't familiar with Eastern Orthodoxy. And... Um, I'll try to not critique that particular theological tradition too much. I obviously have some disagreements with them. We'll look at some of the other more practical content of that book when we get into it. And that should be soon. I should be able to get to that soon. Uh, hopefully this next week. So, again, email me questions. Uh, Godsworkdisplayed at gmail.com uh, Or send me messages via Facebook page. Or just contact me directly. And we'll see what we can get going. Um, if you, if your church, by the way, has any specific questions or you have, I would love to, to consult with your church. Um, just give me a call. Maybe it's just one question, not a big deal. Maybe if you're in the Kentuckiana area, I can definitely 
um, see about meeting up with you uh, as a church leader and seeing what we can do to to help this. And we want, this is not my kingdom. This is not your kingdom. This is the kingdom of Christ. And so we want to see, how, we want to be good, obedient soldiers of, of, of God. We want to be good, loyal ambassadors, uh, proclaiming the message of God to all areas, to all people. And, and people with severe and profound intellectual disabilities are uh, included in this promise that, that the gospel will be declared to every nation, tongue, tribe, ethnicity, however you want to translate that. There's, there's a lot of different debates on that translation. And, uh, but this, this includes that. You know, these are people who God cares for very, um, very much so. So, anyway, yeah, uh, uh, hopefully I'll hear from you all soon. Great. Bye.